This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You can add that to me. Hi, Swallows. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery LaBelle J, on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery, and add the J to my Twitter account. And of course, I'm joined here with some Negroes I know. <laughs> joining me now on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Kumar. It's Lyrical Mar. <laughs> yeah, gotta swipe my Amex if we go on a date. If we go on a date, gotta blow on my cake. But don't hit me if it's tiny. Girl from Escape. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite little line by her right it's now. The, the escape part. She wore me out uh, with that. The tiny and the skate part wears me a little bit. <laughs> no, it wore me like, out. I'll be like, girl. <laughs> I live for so. <laughs> it, it was slightly forced, but I'm a pair. <laughs> And also joining me is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Linz Wags. Good night, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hello, me lady. Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm doing right. I'm sorry. Top of oh, the morning. My. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone <laughs> <laughs> oh we don't have any Brooklyn Doll raps this episode um no these ladies are from Queens and it, I thought it appropriate since last time I quoted uh, one of the city girls so um, this week I will go to you know Cheryl and Sandy <laughs> otherwise known as Salt and Pepper and uh. um here goes it. I think, wait, I'm doing this off the dome, so don't laugh at me if I don't get it all right. I think it goes salt and pepper's back, and we came to I'll wrap you. So get up my face before I smack you. Oh, don't you know? Can't you understand? If you mess with me, I'll take your man. <laughs> so the city of girls. They reprised that <laughs> and did a great job with it too. Is it's it's way raunchier than um Cheryl and Sandy's version, but y'all get the drift. Cheryl and Sandy, stop. Okay. Salt Pepper. Oh, and Deidre. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll top that off with a quote from the legendary movie The Color Purple and it goes like this he just climb on top of me and do his business and that's the end <laughs> <What is> it? <laughs> bye bye, bye. goodbye <laughs> and that's the quote <laughs> goodbye <laughs> You're into uh, stuff like that. A mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was dyspraxia there, huh? All right, the presidential election, baby. Yeah. It's finally over. 
We is free is again. <laughs> well, is it over? But no, I'm talking about in regard. Let's take a step back. Um, election day was what the fourth. Um, yeah, the third. The third, the third right? of November. Yeah, the third. Um, stressful. <laughs> stressful. Yeah. Um, I was that, stressed the entire day. Uh, yes, I had to film that day with Triangle. Um, <laughs> a lot happened, and I'm just like. <laughs> I can't even go to sleep knowing what the results are. Exactly. Like, it was just the uncertainty was killing me. The uncertainty was killing me. And I think we didn't even get a good grasp of who was going to win until, what, the eighth? Ninth? Mm -hmm. A little bit before that. It took about three to four days. Yeah. Well, I think the fit on the fifth, people knew mm-hmm. Biden was going to win, but they just wanted to prove it. But at the end of the day, once those votes start coming in, those melon ballots, I said, okay, you know, I know what's going on here. Um, but anyways, I voted earlier because I felt like it was more convenient, and I felt like a lot of other bitches did too. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they were gagging um, <laughs> that, that those ballots were there. Yeah, and some of the naysayers were saying, all oh, people voting late. Stop how y'all still collecting late votes. But That's I mean, bullshit. you do realize, and you know this, you can mail something on time and they not receive it until afterwards. So, I mean, what if somebody mailed something in a week or two before election day didn't, they didn't receive it yet? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I know and I mailed my is- shit in, though. Um, I think I got it in the mail the end of September. Mm-hmm. And, and I mailed my shit out first week of October. <laughs> so... But I know Lindsay, you went, you actually went up to the, um, the, the poll. Oh yeah. I went, well, I did early voting. So it was a few days before the actual oh, okay, election okay. day. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a good experience. I woke up at the crack of dawn, my brother and I, and we headed out to the polls. How long did it take? Um, about an hour. That's not bad. That's no, it's fine. Well, I am happy to say that Biden is our president elect. Yes, we voted yes. for the least racist person the in the room. The least racist person in the room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, our okay. racism can go back to being clandestine and exactly covert. and covert, <laughs> hidden. These people can go back in, their in the cage, corridors of your home, light, calling us niggers in your kitchen. <laughs> Secret, you know, secret emails to HR, not these loud, boisterous, overt acts of racism. (laughs) I like my I like my racism regular. (laughs) Oh, the old fashioned way. The old fashioned American way. The old fashioned. We made America great again because now (laughs) it can go back to the, the you know actually the, the, the kind of racism we're used to that we're used to and can yeah, and that's what somewhat like. tolerate you know of like. course 
all yeah. of this is being sarcastic, but yeah, <laughs> and we don't like that market. Oh my goodness, we always got to be satirical. <laughs> but, however, um, thinking of manga, um, you know, make a great, great grand. Um, they had a march. <laughs> In DC. This weekend, DC. The 5,000 5, 5, march. Oh, was it 5,000 people? They said that the, the Washington Post said they had a million MAGA march with 950,000 people too short. <laughs> or something like that. Nine hundred and fifty-five thousand people too short, or something. I was like, "Oh, girl." I'm so glad I work in a place where I don't get to see people downtown in DC. Because yeah, had I saw right. somebody on their way to that motherfucking march, I don't girl, know. Girl, you would have do. done nothing. I don't know. I'd be mad and angry for no reason sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they were all out there, child. All the all the white women that we sent, we we so lovingly centered this election year, <laughs> only for them to vote by a higher margin for Trump. They right. were there. The Proud Boys were there in their Proud Boys gear. Like that means something. Listen, have at it. Yeah, they just won't give up, and Trump is not willing to concede peacefully. He's living in his delusions, as he always have. As he always does. It's so fucking annoying. Meanwhile, um, the coronavirus numbers are continuing to spike across yep. the country. It's just like he will never do the right thing. Never. Never. Mm-mm. Nope. And uh, I'm so tired of his hypocrisy. He's the one who said last time when Hillary lost to him, mm-hmm. oh, people can't lo- um have any... He says something about integrity you're losing with great sportsmanship. And now look at you. The biggest fucking loser ever. <laughs> and we ain't talking about the pounds. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Just the biggest loser. Such a shame. He should have never yeah. been in office to begin with. Right. Um, but this is what we have and, to deal with. And China said we respect the vote of the American people. Because you know if China and all them was given China, if y'all make him president again, we're 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 gonna take it as okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to war. We're going to war because y'all some racist bastards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that that um, person is out of office, I mean I feel like maybe other countries respect us a little bit more. <laughs> maybe Possibly. Possibly. You know, 10% more. Our standing <laughs> in the world matters. Possibly. Yeah. They still see us as the fattest country in the, in the world. Because <laughs> guess, guess what? 
We, we are, are the fattest country in the world. We yeah. are leading in obesity. We are. That's mm-hmm. why. That's, you know what? You know what I got to say to all of them? Stop being fat phobic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen to our show on fat phobia. Oh, God. Well, guess uh, what? <laughs> Blame McDonald's. That's actually a and blame point. and 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 blame and blame the ninety nine cent soda. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no more about it. Period. Well, we have. Well, let's see what President Elect Biden can do and Vice President Elect. Kamala Harris can do. Let's see what happens. We do have her. She is the first black, first woman, first Asian. South Asian, yeah. But yeah, South Asian to be vice president. Well, not vice president. It was kind of surreal, though, seeing a woman in her stead. It was it was uh, slightly emotional for me. It really was seeing a woman standing there speaking. It was just like, wow, we've come a long way. And let me tell you something. I love seeing her speak. You know, uh, Kamala, every time she's speaking, she's giving, you know what? Before I came out here, I just had one good old shot. (laughs) (laughs) She's always, she's always easy breezy, but she's never looking She came out to Samiri too. She what? She came out to Samiri J. Blige. Oh yeah, she came. Mm-hmm. I forgot what song. The voice of the Democratic Party. <laughs> but she should have came out to um, no more drama. No, she why, was well, that's not. A, that is such a ghetto ass song. Why would she come out so bad? Because she Trump not gonna be here no more. <laughs> No, no, it was more. not no more drama. It was something else. <laughs> no, she came out to something else. Um, but she should have came out to that and family affair, bitch. I would have got my fucking life. No, no, no. <laughs> and let me tell you something. No more drama is one of my least favorite Mary songs. Oh my god! Really? Wow. <laughs> I, I don't like song. that. She was singing her heart out. She was singing down. <laughs> what, she what, said, tired of you playing game with my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Love more. laughs> so now, now I'm curious. Now I'm curious to know, like, what are, like... <laughs> Like three of your favorite Mary songs, then. Well, I told you the other day my favorite Mary song is Mary's Joint. Okay. Um, That's a good one. Um, what else? I like um, My Life. My Life yeah. is iconic. Yes. Um, but see, I don't know if it's because of her or because I love that song, Everybody Loves the Sunshine by Roy Ayers, which is a song that I grew up on. So I don't know, it's a mixture of both because why I like that song so much. And then the third one, I guess, would be um, um, 
love is all we need from share my world so those are my mm. top three i love that song well i love that album period yeah it's share my world album. Yeah. Mm, that album is everything yeah good well those are some great picks those are some great picks would you like and to look, add lyrical drama ain't on it <laughs> My favorite Mary J. Blige songs are <clears throat> Everything. Same. <laughs> mm-hmm. My second favorite one will be uh, It's off the Mary album. I know one of them on your list. <laughs> Wait, I think I do. Um, damn. Which this is one? Up. The one that Lauren Hill did? Oh, that's one of my favorites, too. Oh, um, um, do, 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 do. all that I all can that, say. That I can say. <laughs> I said do 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 But no, they did two songs together though. They did two songs. She wrote one song for her and then Mary oh, did yeah. background for um what song did they oh, she yeah. do background for? Um Mary did background for one of Lauren Hill's songs, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. And guess what? I am currently going to that fucking song because guess what I can't I'm full oh beautiful oh ones. I used to love beautiful him. ones beautiful ones oh I, oh I love that song I like that song beautiful ones everything and I think that you know I think all that I can say also is at the mm-hmm. top of the list I mean that song was beautiful and the fucking video was you know, that's why I say, you know, these are because they really need to take a, a note out of art, out of Mary Blige's book, okay? Because she really, she didn't play R&B safe. No, you know? she didn't. She looked cute in that video. She had like she, a pink cowboy outfit. That was cute. It was so ghetto, but it was cute at the <laughs> it same was so time. Ghetto, but I love it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I, I like I like y'all. Chase. If, I, if I'm gonna add, I'm definitely gonna have everything, and I definitely need share my world. Um, Oof, yeah. Those two, I have to have. Um, um, wee wee. The last one is hard. I can't really think. <laughs> it can it can be somewhere between. <sighs> Be without you, my life, or yes, one of those. Or oh, seven days. I know you hate that song. <laughs> no, I love that song. No, Marcus doesn't. He thinks it's basic. <laughs> that song it is beautiful. basic, and it's so hood. <laughs> <laughs> seven days is so fucking hood. I never looked at it as hood, but it just was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> my but I day. love Share My World. Honestly, Share My song, World is share my, it's time. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's that song is pure. Let me tell you something. These girls don't even know how to spell pure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But but guess what? Come Victoria on, Monet, Big, Victoria Monet knows how to spell pure though. Pure. And how you spell pure? P U 
R E. Some of these they spell pure P E U R R E. Pure. 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 You sound like Rolling Wings. Pure. Rolling Wings. I'm about got me out here on battlefield. Goodbye. <laughs> y'all got me I'm fucked up. All y'all, I'm not all y'all down. I'm not all y'all down. And it gave what it was supposed to give. <laughs> and it gave what it was supposed to give. What it was supposed to give. <laughs> and it gave what it was supposed to give. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Kamala and Biden. Yeah. Okay, you're I right. I cannot believe it. You know what? Let's back. get to it. You know what? Because y'all are. Let's and we keep fucking going. circle back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, bitch. They call me Boomerang, bitch. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about her. Um, oh, I wish she would have just really let her ego go. But Kiki, we got to put you on the docket. We got to oh, wow. bring you to the docket. Come here, my girlfriend. Come here, my sister. You <laughs> wanted to talk about... <laughs> you wanted to talk about EBT. She said something to the effect of, what if all you could buy was healthy food with your EBT. She said, imagine if you could only get uh, healthy foods on your EBT card. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when she tweeted it, I, I, it, immediately there were people under there like, why? Why now? Why this? Why now? Why? You know. And then she tried to fix it. But anyways, I'll let you explain. Sorry. No, I, you can go ahead because she she did a lot of backtracking. I saw so many tweets that I just honestly lost interest because I saw her literally fighting everybody. She would not let go. <laughs> yeah. She did. And she did backtrack. Um, she backtracked some. She was like, no, it should be free if you have an EBT card. You try to change it. It's given no. Say what you say what you really mean. Say that you think you really- I mean, I, I'm not speaking for her, mm-hmm. but to me that is an implication that she believes so they what, should be they should be getting a certain type of food what is she changing to card. I think towards the end she was basically trying to say that it was that they really can't afford healthy foods the word only is what's exactly is, words is, matter the, yes that part that sticks out to me first of all why are you so concerned with how people with a certain amount of income spend their money um, on foods. Why are you sitting in a sort of tax bracket concerned about how we eat? No one's controlling you and what the fuck you eat. And you probably gnawing down with all the money that you have still on a fucking cheeseburger from McDonald's. 
but no one's checking right. you because you can still afford a great grand salad with kale if you want to, but no one's policing you. I don't understand the need to police. Imagine if celebrities like Kiki Palmer shut their fucking mouths. That'd be too much like that. Right. And she, right? And, and just, you know, went online in search of her next gig. Oh. People, when people are out here losing their jobs, losing their businesses, losing their livelihoods due to this pandemic, be quiet. Be quiet, please. I don't, they, no one needs to hear you policing of their food. No one gives a a damn about what Kiki Palmer thinks, um, you know, healthy, like just because you're eating healthy food doesn't mean that everyone has to eat healthy food. Be quiet, please. And that's not a conversation about how healthy foods cost a lot more than unhealthy options. You don't know what people are going through. Like, the dissonance is real. Yep. People get in a certain tax bracket and it's like they have, there's a disassociation with the, you know, the regular common working man. People out here are trying to make it. They can, sometimes they can only grab what they can. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can afford to to eat healthily all the time. Be quiet. You know what? There are going to be people listening or some people that are vegan. It's like, no, there are healthier options that you can do. And for inexpensive, you know. Well, you go do it. Let's not talk about. Let people do what they're doing. Exactly. And that's it. End of discussion. I personally feel on a personal note that even if you have the option to buy inexpensive, healthier foods, I think I just, this is just me. I just feel like healthier food don't hold in your stomach like that. Like I'll be hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hungry again in like an hour or two. Is that just me? <laughs> I'm like, I just ate a whole salad and bitch. I was yeah, full. Healthy food, like, well, like salad. through you. It's detoxifying. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like, bitch, I just ate a whole salad. It was good. It was fulfilling. But then it defeats the purpose if I have to keep on buying and eating again in two hours. <laughs> yep, get you some more leaves. Get you some more leaves and some more... Uh, tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. Some more tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah, I, I I found I found that tweet by Kiki Tone Death, which is surprising to me. That was surprising mm-hmm. coming from her. Like I have to admit. Yeah. Almost almost as if it was intended, but that's just my opinion. I'm not I'm not surprised that when people people get to a certain place um class wise on the social status ladder 
they don't even know what it looks like to live the average life on a certain amount. No, of they income. don't. <laughs> During but the pandemic, still feel period, they to don't. Run their mouth. They only see life from a certain lens now. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that come from nothing, it's almost like they forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're Never trying forget, to forget where the fuck you've come from. If you have experienced it. Okay. So, yeah, like like I said. If you never experienced it, broaden your motherfucking experience. (laughs) Stop living in a box. And especially during this time, be quiet. Everything does not have to be shared. Every like, girl. These public public service announcements, nah. Keep that shit to yourself. Please do. Be quiet. Thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> when nobody else, I felt attacked. Because, bitch, I was one of those people when I used to live with my mama when I was a child. You know what me and my brother did? We went to the motherfucking corner store with our EBT card and we bought snacks down. Mm. Chips, candy. Yeah. But guess what I say to that? I was a fucking kid and I deserve chips and candy like any other average kid who wanted chips and candy, bitch. Just because I was poor, it's not me. I need to be diminished or, you know, discounted that experience. Get me fucked up. Goodbye, Kiki. Bye-bye, Kiki. Pull up another K. We're going to talk about candy. Candy Burris. She <laughs> said some shit that was tone deaf as well. What did she say? So she was at a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and wow. so they have a policy of what is it? You're not supposed to say you're welcome. You're supposed to say my pleasure. Uh-huh. So the associate said, you're welcome as opposed to my pleasure. And that means that you get a free sandwich. Mm -hmm. So Candy drove the point like, oh, you didn't say my pleasure. You need to give me a whole new sandwich. (laughs) And so she made a video about it. Like she made a whole video about this. Putting the person on blast, like, like, is talking about the experience. And people were mad as fuck at her. And they pointed out, of course, like, you were a whole fucking millionaire harassing a bitch about an $8 a sandwich. An $8 fucking sandwich. <laughs> Go to hell. He's like, it's the principle. I didn't make their rules. That's the policy at Chick-fil-A. If you go to Chick-fil-A, then you wouldn't know that. I knew she was petty. But what I would have did was pulled up that Christmas video and played her own shit back to her. <laughs> What was it? What was it? What was she singing? The Christmas song she was singing? Yeah, whatever Christmas song it was. Oh, Holy Night. (laughs) I would have got that out and started playing it for her. 
I was just talking about that. <laughs> I was just talking about that with J Bo. Yeah. It's that time of year. <laughs> she was so flat. <laughs> I just cannot deal. And somebody did a side by side of her saying that, but actually somebody reposted that in the the reply tweets on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They did Mariah how it's supposed to sound versus how she did it. How she sounded. <laughs> Horrible. Um, another one who needs to go sit down somewhere. Again, this is another. And one that's of those what things. you're doing. Like I said, harassing this girl. We're in a pandemic. You got that, all right? Like you got it. She didn't do the. She didn't follow protocol. You got it. But to post post about it on. You know what? This is another thing. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> You and a millionaire, you posting about how somebody owed you the silence because they didn't say, look how you look. Read the room. First of all, we don't want to hear about a millionaire complaining about $8. We don't. We don't give a fuck. We don't. She had a lot of nerve doing that. She would not let it go. She was so adamant. Luna, move. Um, yeah, I, I need millionaires to do better. Uh, Please. Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Eva Longoria. Oh, God. Okay. Now, we all kind of had our perspectives about it, and I know Lindsay feels strongly about this. So let's talk about it. Eva was on one of the news networks. I, I don't, was it CNN? Whatever one it was. MSNBC, I believe. I think it was MSNBC, yeah. Um, and she felt the need to say, um, black women, she said something to the effect of black women really came through, but the real heroines and all of this is, um, Latinas. Now, Latinas are the real heroes. They're the real heroes. (laughs) Now, okay. Right after that statement, she did say this. She said... And she, she made the point to drive this. She meant in terms of how they came through more than Latinx Latino men. Latino men, which they did. Which she did, like one to three, something like that. Whatever ratio she used. Mm-hmm. Now, from my perspective, I, I know how... I'm not even I, I, When I heard her say it, I was like, bitch, you got the game fucked up. Period. I think what I saw was she was so excited to get to the point to celebrate her own that she didn't even consider or even... It wasn't important to her to highlight Black women. I have a problem with that. It wasn't her... That wasn't her messaging main point to drive when she got on the show. So I felt like she kind of brushed past Black women and was trying to go there. And in the middle of that, it was a train wreck. Um, She made an apology. She was like, no, I'm so, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt people. Um, 
which we already talked about. That's not a correct apology. <laughs> what she said was she was sorry um, if people perceived. Yes, that's what it was. I'm sorry if people perceive what I said, what I That's meant not an apology. That's not an apology. First of all, you did say that. <laughs> Let's start there. You did say that. I am okay with what she meant to say, but I think it was important for me, in my opinion, I needed her to correct what the fuck she said. She expanded on that no black women definitely came through. They were the number one. They're the reason we won this. I think I was, I was more so, I was pretty much okay after the second apology, but I know that you weren't. So go ahead, Lindsay. Well, I was okay with it, but here's the thing. I didn't like, why can't she just acknowledge this stuff to begin with? You know, like once again, these, the words you're saying, Mm-hmm. Latinas are the real heroes. Stop using your like elevating wow. yourself and then devaluing the efforts of black women once again. Mm-hmm. That's not how the game goes. You could have and like you could have made that statement in a different way. It didn't have to it didn't have to be this way. And then when you made the apology, she made the initial apology. Then she's talking about people and their perception. No, you were wrong. Just take accountability the first time. And then Kerry Washington coming out, putting her cape on, um, you know, oh no, she's done so much great work, work for women. Blah, blah, blah. No, what you should have did was, first of all, admonish your friend um, privately, which I think after that first apology, she did. Somebody I got think to she her. did too. Because Somebody the second apology her. was thorough, I gagged. But there, what, but because that's that first apology was it's so already stern, left a bad. <laughs> it was stern. I, you believe that there's a hint of anti blackness in your statement, and I can't ignore that. Yeah. You really believe that Latinas are the real heroes. That's how I think she really inherently feels. Now, what I do, what what I did see, this all took place within about a day, a day or two. She did waste no time to correct what she said immediately. Okay. Like, she didn't sit on it. <laughs> I give her that. <laughs> then I, when I watched the interview, I was like, do I believe... You know when some people apologize and they just saying something because they want to fix some fuck up? Mm-hmm. I watched that statement in the interview with a very stern and close eye. Mm-hmm. Based on... <laughs> I'm going to say I did believe her. (laughs) I did believe her. Um, After the second apology, like I said, after this, I was like looking at these words that she's saying, it feels authentic. (laughs) Well, the fact that she even made a second apology is telling. You know, like she was going to try until she got it right. She did not want to offend. She wanted to, uh, you know, make her 
alliance clear, you know, her allegiance and her alliance clear to everybody that she, you know, hurt or and or offended. But yeah. I think Latinas, especially Latin, white Latinas like her have to be careful with these they statements. They gotta be very fucking careful. You're, you know, you made that statement initially and you discounting your own. Afro-Latinas, they are a thing. They right. exist. Right. You know? And, um... I don't know. I, I've always liked Eva Longoria. It's not about, you know, canceling them. It's more, I I believe in, they said it on, um, so I was looking at something the other day. They were saying, as opposed to cancel culture, call out culture is something I could definitely get behind. I like that. I mm-hmm. do like that. <laughs> Give people a chance to correct themselves when you call them out. And giving you a chance to correct yourself and holding people accountable for the shit they're talking about. You know? Um... Uh, you know, you're allowed to make mistakes and you're allowed to unlearn certain things. Right. You know, and that's that's the great thing about I mean, I learning. I think but, in, the, in, the, in the, you know, in the moment, especially when you like live, you might not say something correctly Absolutely. and you should you, correct it. You should correct you it. You should go over what you were about to say. Run that by somebody. Right. Run it by someone. Right. Before you start talking out the side of your neck. And I ask you this, and I want your opinion. Do you think Kerry Washington came to her defense because she knows that that is how she typically speaks to her on a everyday level? And she and she excused that in the moment because she knows how she thinks regularly. I think she's wrong. Well, that's her friend. I think Kerry Washington came to her defense initially because that's her friend. That's one that's of her friends. Okay. She is familiar with the work she has done. They've worked on projects together, but that don't work for me because even let's just like I personally would have taken her aside privately before I made any statement. I'm not supporting that that first apology. I would not have supported. I would not have come out and said a thing until that was corrected. As a matter of fact, Carrie shouldn't have said shit until the second apology. I think she shouldn't have said anything either. Uh, and she's but, like, oh no, she's wonderful. She's done so much work. Like, you need to go read what this bitch said or go listen to what she said. I'm not going to lie, though. I, <laughs> If my very close friend said something less than smart publicly, I think it probably would be my first reaction, actual reaction to try to come to their defense because yes. I know they're real the real them. And I think that's what happened. I like, think that might have been what happened. Yeah, they girlfriends. So, but the, what I was about to say is just because, less like me saying, just because I deem myself a feminist, that doesn't mean I can't say anything that is offensive to women. Absolutely. Your, work, like, your history don't got shit to do with the now. Did you say um, something too, fucked I up? I ain't always right. And I'm still, you know, I'm still in a, I'm still in a, you know, on a course of learning and right. unlearning certain patterns and this, that, and the other. But I try to be mindful for the most part when I speak. You know, and she was she was trying it slightly. 
and somebody had to school her because she was about to run with that. She was, which is why that. I was like that, y'all I'm, black girls, y'all did y'all thing, but but we Latina. really came through. <laughs> no girl, don't do that. Don't do that. But she came with the facts the second time. She was like, no black women. And, like, okay. and we also have to be careful. I'm sorry with, you know, um, non-black women, especially in certain spaces. Like if Kerry Washington had made the fuck up, I wonder how many of them would be rushing to her defense. Valid point. I would hope because Eva is her friend, she would come to her defense. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? But Eva, I'm watching you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We watching you. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, now let's move on to the topic of the day. The TLD. <laughs> Mosaico is a large study that will try to prove whether the ex- experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America, and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? Oh. 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 Yeah. What the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> Sex noise. <laughs> A mess. All right. <laughs> The topic of the day, I saw a tweet and it said something like this. If someone tells you I'm not looking for a relationship, believe them. Y'all swear y'all can make someone change their mind and then six months later be crying in your Honda. Oh boy. They wasn't shit for saying that. It wasn't shit, but speaking facts. Right. Uh, let's talk about if someone says they ain't in a relationship, if they're not looking for a relationship, how do you respond to that personally? Wow. Um, if I'm, well, that only works if the other person is also not looking for a relationship. But you know how, diff- you know, these things become crazy. They get convoluted because people may say they're not looking for a relationship, but they start doing boyfriending, you know, they start doing things that... Um, comprise being in a relationship which blurs the lines mm-hmm. you know what I mean some people aren't able to um, follow through on that 
Mm-hmm. If you, if we going out, if we're hanging out, if we're chilling, we're going on dates. We're, you know, we're that's dating. That's we're in a relationship. <laughs> Some people yeah. can't just pull out of that and be like, no, they can't. Well, I'm gonna go like, do that with the next. You already stuck and you in deep now at this point. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know. Because I, you know, a lot of young men are always in my ear. It is consistently a problem with, you know, young gay men, with gay men, period. Like, everybody wants, everybody wants that sweet, that, you know, that sweet spot situation where you can hang out with this dude, where you can do certain things with them and go out, hang out, blah, 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 blah. All the while, this is constituting a relationship. And depending on where the person is individually in their own life, you know what I mean? It could either go good or this could go bad. Or it could just fucking go left. And right. a lot of times it goes left. Yep. Hearts being held hostage. It turns into a mess. The friends with benefits situation. Yes. It goes haywire to me. Um, you know, a lot of times, especially in the gay community, that shit goes haywire. Well, I just want to point out from friends with benefits that that's across the board. Um, but Little Kumar, I want to ask you, so let's say that you like somebody, you go on a date, you're dating someone, and they say to you directly, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. What, how do you deal with that? I would say, okay. And then in my head, I'd be thinking, I'm going to fuck you into a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Since you acting like you don't want to be in a relationship, I'm gonna fuck you into one. That's what well, that's Sometimes what I think. Sometimes that works. Well, a lot of times it works, but I think that uh, I think that I'm not ready. I'm not looking for a relationship is appropriate, but I think a follow up question like why is needed. Then you can see why they're not wanting a relationship and determine what you'll do next. Because a lot of time it's just fear. It's just fucking fear. I don't want to be in a relationship. Why, bitch? Why? Everybody wants a relationship. You don't have to be pressed. You don't have to be you looking. Think everybody wants a relationship? Uh, for the most part. Um, but, but, you know, some people don't and that's fine. But me, if I want you in a relationship, I'm going to just fuck you into one, but that's because I'm an Aries. So, you know, I don't know if I'm the only one, but that's just me. I would add that, um, I do respect people's space though. If they're, if they're trying to say, Right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be exclusive. Well, you say with you, you respect it. I do respect it. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Enough not to say anything, but in my head, you also say I know what why. I do. do you? Do you? Yeah, I would like to know why. No, why? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I would. I would because. 
I'm just inquisitive that way. And I think that people explaining themselves really is, you know, something vulnerable that I like. Um, telling somebody why you don't want to do something is, is vulnerable. So if they're able to answer the question, that alone for me will allow me to respect their space. But saying you don't want to be in a relationship is kind of easy. It's, it's easy to say that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be in a relationship. It's fine. You know what? But it's, it's, really, it's really easy to do. But my thing is, well, if you don't want to be in a relationship Why with somebody, here? stop doing relationship things with them. That's what I was about to say. If we were on a date, you say you don't want to be in a relationship. My first question, why are you here then? Why on a are date you with doing me? relationship <laughs> shit? Why are, we why are you dating me? Why? We could just have yeah. sex. Why are you dating me? Why are we why doing relationship you, shit? Why are you taking time to get to know me? And then, yeah. see, and this is the, uh, another thing that happens. It happens on all sides. It happens with everyone. This is a across the board what happens is so people are like they they act like they're clear in the beginning like oh no one's looking for a relationship but y'all are doing relationship things and then one person doesn't have the the control to be like I know I don't want a relationship. The other one is actually gotten caught up. So uh-huh. that leads to someone's heart being held hostage. Yeah. And then the person who had enough control to be like, I really don't want to be in a relationship. Like, I like doing all these relationship things with you, but I don't want to be in a relationship. They, they always say some shit like, that's on them. You know, the ones mm. who, you know nobody told can, you to yeah. get caught up nobody I told you what it was up. it's actually on you because I told right. you what it was it's not my fault that you was lying and 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 saying you know saying we let's were on the same let's talk about page. that specifically right now but let me tell you what I have to tell <laughs> but let me tell you what I have to tell somebody and Emery knows who this certain somebody is I do go ahead yes you do <laughs> I said to this person, I said, but you saw it happening and you did it anyway. Right. That You're means complicit. you didn't give a fuck. You saw the heart being held hostage. You know what it is. You know when somebody is like foregoing something they may have believed in the beginning, but you can tell when somebody's heart is in it. You can tell when somebody's feelings are getting wrapped up into something. And then the onus is on you. You have to take some responsibility for that because this person was like, that ain't on me. But you watch them, you watch them go down the rabbit hole. And because you were getting what you needed, you didn't give a fuck. This is where it gets ugly. When you watch somebody fall in love with you and you know uh-huh. you're not going to love continuously and do all the things that they do in love and do all the things that a person does in a relationship, you make yourself a thief when you rob them of the full experience, the label, the love requited. Absolutely. Um, You're a a fucking love bomber. That's what you are. You're a fucking love bomber. You watching a crime happen 
You watching it, doing and you seeing it explode, and you're not doing shit about it. You're actually, you are complicit in it. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. You're, you're complicit can. in the explosion. Now. You don't get to say, I told this person, you don't get the out of saying, oh, it's on them. No, motherfucker, you need to take accountability. And right. actually, because you are the one that had the control, mm-hmm. it's actually your fucking fault. <laughs> Bitch. Listen, I think it takes two. I do. But however, I'm on your side. I think it's something very mean, nasty, malicious, nefarious. With it's someone, nefarious. It's duplicitous. Like, it's all those just, things. You're just sitting it's there watching. It's manipulative. It is. It's terrible, actually. It's mean. It's cruel. Because you're watching this person fall in love with you and you don't give a fuck. You don't. As long as you're getting fucked, as long as you're being taken out or you're getting to do all these um, relationship things that are fun with this person. As long as your needs are being It's nasty to me when you literally like benefit i know motherfuckers who Mm -hmm. do this thing where they ask to borrow your car they ask you for money gifts your buddy pass with your flights you know you literally know someone loves you likes you wants to be with you and you just take 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 no Mm-mm. But this goes back to the point. When someone says they're not looking for a relationship, believe them. Because <laughs> giving them all of this is not going to fucking make them be with you. It does not guarantee that. None of it is a guarantee. And you have to know yourself. You have to be seeing that I think is a lot of the problem with people like they don't, you know, self-love is something that's thrown around a lot, but it's a lot harder (laughs) to do. Like, it sounds good in theory, like, you know, loving yourself and and self-love. A a large majority of people do not love themselves. So when anybody says or shows them any kind of affection, Mm -hmm. they willing to risk it all. Stay tuned because me and Emery got more to say on that issue. A lot more to say. But it, you know, that term self-love, I'm telling you, it starts with self. If you know that you're in a position where you really like secretly you want to be in a relationship, you crave that affection, you want that. Mm-hmm. That's why people stay in these situationships. That's why the waters get so murky, because there is this need for affection, this need for to have that feeling of being secure with somebody or having stability and familiarity even at the cost of it being with you know no return Mm -hmm. or no reciprocity Mm -hmm. 
I, I think that um, picking, taking it to another note or level, um, when people also say that they're not looking for a relationship and let's say that they actually decide to get in the relationship afterwards, mm-hmm. it always shows up in the relationship down the line of why they didn't want to get in a relationship to begin with. Because Whatever that reason was shows up. <laughs> It sure does, and it can vary it, all kinds of reasons. Like, you're absolutely right. Whether it was I'm still they, I'm still hooked on my ex. Mm-hmm. Whether it was I don't got my finances together. I don't have the job I want. It shows up, and then the person that begged them to see otherwise, to believe in the. The, the the leap of fate the, that they take. Right. The possibility <laughs> that it could be great regardless of these things not being perfect begins to resent the person. They begin to resent and they said, I asked for this. I asked for this to happen and look where mm-hmm. I stand today. Not fulfilled. Not satisfied. Unhappy. <laughs> Let's talk about another level. Why is it? I don't, okay, I don't even know if this is even deep at all. But why do you want to convince somebody that doesn't want to, to be want, in a relationship like to, be, to be in a relationship? <laughs> if I had to convince you to be with me, bitch, I, we could just have sex. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How do you feel about that statement? Lyrica. I mean, uh, yes, it's like a little extreme. It might be. So just let me know. <laughs> well, I'm always a little extreme. No, I'm saying, um, I know my, I feel like we might have said something extreme. So I want to know you. Well, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's that kind of show. Um, <laughs> I just want to go back to the, the, the self love thing. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, saying no is an indication that there may be lack thereof. Some people are very assured of why they don't want a relationship. Um, And they usually will state that um, even before there's a date. And I find that really helpful. But some people will go along with it like they're dating and one of the experience and shit would be talking about they don't want a relationship you a goddamn lie <clears throat> you a goddamn lie you want a relationship you don't want the title bitch um, let's get this right you don't want the title um so um i guess to, what was the original question it was just because i didn't say nothing about self-love I wanted to go back to that. Um, we were talking about the self-love, but I was also talking about um, um, why should you, what does it say about a person that's trying to convince somebody to be in a relationship when they don't want to be? I think that it's really nice to, um, you know, not chase, but go after the one you want. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of these bitches don't get that you can go after what you want and get it. It doesn't mean that you ask every day. 
It doesn't mean that you force them to do anything. It just means that you treat them like a normal human being. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to be checked on. How are you? Good morning. I hope you're doing okay. Can I bring you any lunch? Okay, how about that one? Can I do anything for you? I mean, once you kind of do that to stuff that people, you know, sometimes people can change their mind. Um, I, I believe in that kind of shit. Uh, I don't think you have to convince somebody to be with you, but I think you can show somebody that you're not an asshole so that they feel more comfortable being in a relationship some people just don't feel like taking that chance like it's just too much and somebody said or somebody told me before i don't feel like worrying about somebody else's feelings mm-hmm. that's what i don't want to be in the relationship um that is a very big reason um it's a very real reason but i even believe that that can be worked on um bitch it's it's about emotion how does that person make you feel you can't block out what's there so um you know it's it's, it's just really interesting to me because i i just go with the flow when i like somebody i get with them if I don't want to get with them, they're not going to make it past the first date. Or, or even if I'm not planning to be with them, if I couldn't see myself being with them or being their friend, they're not getting past the first date. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I think people make it harder for themselves. I really do. I think the statement of not wanting to care about someone else's feelings, that just in my in my opinion speaks on like the emotional um labor that comes with being in a relationship i don't think it should be downplayed um the worry no not at all not at all that's a big one that's why it's it's a big reason it's definitely a big reason yeah um now um, I don't know if everyone wants to be in a relationship, but what I do believe to be true, I do believe in, let's say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs from psychology. How about, how about companionship instead of relationship? Or, or even that. Yeah, that's what I was, I was going to get at something of um, how they have the, the concept of... <laughs> Like love is considered a need. Um, affection mm-hmm. is a need and a, a need that people have. Once you like satisfy some um the lower levels of needs, you kind of get to a place where you now, okay, this is what I need now. Um, and so someone might not want to be in a relationship, but they still may need that. They still have a sense of wanting and needing love, affection. And I think that might be why people find themselves out on the fucking date and don't want to be in a relationship. Absolutely. Or crossing certain boundaries that they shouldn't. But, you know, saying something that contradicts or compromises what they're saying. Um, Right. So it's tricky. And this is how people get into a lot of 
um, comp complicationships. <laughs> and you always and you always asking motherfuckers to stay the night. No. <laughs> okay. No. Always hold me. Be the big spoon. Can we cut on? No, bitch. You said you didn't want to be in a relationship. <laughs> Fuck you. All I'm of that is here. relationship related yeah. activity. Yeah. Cuddling, kissing, or any kind of intimacy. But it's weird because people do intimate things and this is what blurs the lines. Yeah. Yeah. So what do y'all think I'm about... Not, no. I don't believe in kissing people if I'm not dating them or planning oh, to Oh, bitch, let me tell you them. something. Honey, I've kissed a stranger off a night of Eve. Okay? <laughs> no. Okay, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, that's different. But I... New Year's Day? Who the fuck said New Year's Day? Oh, I don't know. I thought she was someone like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the well, countdown. The countdown. But um <laughs> no, But no, like I, I can, in I terms can of casual sex. I'm attracted to. I can kiss somebody I'm attracted to. It don't matter to me. No, I'm, ta- I'm specifically talking about like doing casual sex. Like if we're I don't do that's no. an intimate thing to do to me. If we're just having casual sex and then we're like <laughs> Kissing, but you ain't never wanted to kiss nobody that you had casual sex with. Shit. For me, it crosses a boundary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so if you kiss them, then what? They gonna you it's it's be together. This this is not casual no more. This is intimate. <laughs> we together. Not as we together. Not that we together per se, but like. It opens the door to now intimacy. intimacy is part of our relationship. Mm-hmm. We hold and hugging, kissing, mm-hmm. talking about our problems. That's how you begin to hold somebody's heart hostage. It's just certain intimate thing. And if you don't see kissing as intimate, then I, I'm Have at it, I'm, but I do. <laughs> Because where do you draw the line? I do see it as intimate, but where do I draw the line? You're not spitting in my mouth. (laughs) How about how about that? (laughs) That's where that's where I draw the motherfucking line. (laughs) I I I do I do see it as intimate, but again, if if I'm attracted to you, I can kiss you. No shade. I will kiss the fuck out of you. And. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything to me. Like I can walk away from it. And I say, guess that, that motherfucker. Well, can that's kiss. you. That but no, but for kiss. me, it's like how do I separate the sex I would have with my man versus the sex without exactly? Have Where's the, the line of demarcation? So wait a minute. So you never, so you never had an over makeout session with somebody who you didn't really know. You said makeout. What are we sessions? doing here? Like a makeout session. I know Lindsay was tonguing somebody down on the corner of Brooklyn. Maybe right when now. I was 16, not as a grown woman, Listen. as a grown woman. Let me be clear. A I'm not saying woman. I've never done it. I'm not saying I never kissed somebody doing casual sex, but I always felt like it crossed the boundary when I did. That's so interesting. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. like tongue, like bitch. How do I separate us doing this, <laughs> doing this with a regular motherfucker and then my man? <laughs> This is the thing. What, what's this? That is another one of those things where I had to ask, like, so what's separating this situation from you having a man? My motherfucking time. <laughs> My motherfucking time. Okay, just because I'm just because I'm kissing this nigga don't mean that. Oh no, she meant she meant no, no, no. Everything. I'm talking about somebody in one of them situationships where they're kissing, they're fucking, they're holding, they're hanging out, they're dating. What's really the difference from when you? So what are you gonna be doing with your boyfriend (laughs) or with your partner when you get one? Where is the boundary? Where's the line? Where's the boundary? What? What? You're in a fucking relationship already. What does a relationship way. look like, and how is that different from what exactly that is what you're doing this? now? Yeah, how, what is the exactly? Difference? What is the, what's the difference? What you gonna say? Uh, well, monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> person was like, I, I cook for them. I do that. You do that for the nigga. You just fucking. So I don't. Once again. Well, with my nigga, we exclusive. That's the difference. Um, but you a hoe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, I said too much. Harsh. I said too much. <laughs> that was harsh. But you a hoe. <laughs> Goodbye, Emery. Goodbye, Emery. <laughs> but no, really, like. <laughs> Hey, listen. I don't know. It's it's a conundrum, definitely. It sure is, but there's a way to avoid that. It's Stop a- doing relationship shit with a person you don't want to be in a relationship with. Set it's very boundaries simple. for yourself because someone exactly. else is not going to do it for you. Right. They will cross a line if they can. And you have to let them know that if we ain't doing this, then we ain't doing that, bitch. It'll give, it'll give. You know what? We was, we was outside. You know, we we did what we did, and this motherfucker gonna kiss me in my mouth. I said, "Excuse me." You know, for me, a kiss on the mouth after a nice date ain't nothing. It's given. As a matter of fact, if I enjoy myself, I'm giving you a kiss on your lips. And if that kiss isn't good, we're not going on a second date. You know, y'all girls don't know how to do it. Actually, I was about to say, actually, I'm I'm, I'm actually kind of with you on that one. Like, after the first date and we ended with a kiss, I'm definitely evaluating the kiss. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I'm that person. I'm that person. 85%. 85%. I see you. I see you. Yeah, like, can I see myself kissing this person again? Like, how much time was it? Yeah. Like, was yeah. it sloppy? Was it sloppy? Was his breath bad? Was the lips too wet? Yeah, was like, it passionate? Was it? And bad? I hate when the lips are too wet. I don't like when Did the lips I feel are too wet. Anything? That's disgusting. Did I feel a stirring? Yes. Yeah. Butterflies. It's been a while since a motherfucker had butterflies in my stomach. What about something mm. else in your stomach? 
Oh wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I've had some things in my guts, but I ain't had butterflies. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those are more like tadpoles. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Never. On a Sunday uh. night. Uh, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby, I'm, I'm, kissing uh-huh, that nigga. Yes. I'm kissing that nigga whether he like it or not. I kiss somebody after a date, but you know, casual encounter. Um, yeah, casual encounter. That's like a a hookup. Is that what they call it? A hookup. A hookup. I think that's what they call it. Oh, oh wow. I can't believe wow. Casual encounters are for a one and two. Getting there a nut goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Literally. you. Good night. So don't be and, asking and, my name. And where I'm from. And where I'm from. <laughs> Where and, you from? Don't, and don't be screenshotting my Facebook and sending it to me on Jack. Okay, bitch. What is what is happening? <laughs> people be people people be trying to prove something. Okay, so girl, you found me. You now found what? Me. It is I. I am here. True. Okay. Now you want to? You got to respond girl, with what? true. <laughs> right. And and it's giving girl what? Now what? Now what? You found out I'm a fag. <laughs> Cat talk the bag. I'm not DL. Now what? What else is going on? I'm not masculine. I'm not masculine anymore. I'm not masculine. You saw me in my purple (laughs) shortcut and now you're mad about it after I was just in your guts. Are you right. angry and upset? With my bleach blonde brow. <laughs> Does my sassiness Ew. upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Why? Because, exactly. Because it, because it wasn't given what was gave. That's why. Because I'm a woman. Phenomenally. Phenomenally. Phenomenal. <laughs> woman. Yeah, okay. that's me. That's me. <laughs> Man. Hey, guess what? Still, I rise. I'm still, okay, and we'll top your fucking ass. So, okay. <laughs> I will rise and top. I that will ass. rise to the occasion. Okay. I will rise fully erect, and I will rise up out of here after we fucking done, whole. Right. <laughs> right, and don't stalk me. The uh, see that would go in the book of negolations. They go in the book of negolations. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Her. <laughs> so I Ooh. guess the more of the story is the more you can. Story, when somebody tells you they don't want to be in a relationship, you can believe them or you cannot believe them. But take it like take it from me. Take you me. can fuck them into a relationship. <laughs> that's what I said. That's his Amen. moral. That's what, Lindsay, that's what you I have said. a moral. <laughs> That's what I, that's, that's just, you know. And everybody, let I us want. know, should we do a Book of Negolations volume two? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we might have to at this point. And they need to help us build. That. Yes. 
Help us build. Help us build. Yes. Help us build. And buy a book of legal license notepad from Treat T Public. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so cute. Or a mug with me on it. Did you have a moral for the the, um, the listeners, Lindsay? A moral? Yes. Another story. Um, brush your teeth, okay? <laughs> okay. We're, we're wearing masks, and I know you smell that. Oh, yes. Brush oh. your teeth, floss. Okay, please. I feel like you're talking, I feel like you're talking to somebody on the triangle cast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all are so ignorant. Just ignorant. <laughs> um, if I had a moral, I would say, again, set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people show you who they are and what they when they say what they mean, believe them. When they say they're not looking, believe them. You don't Although know that not- was the kind of moral you were looking for, the moral of our yes, own the topic moral, of the girl. day. You know oh. you said what you said. You said brush their teeth. You said brush their teeth. No, I'm sticking by it. Worked. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> you said what you said. Yeah. It is Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, make they think. <laughs> Kindly stinks. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um <laughs> I can't with y'all. You said you said believe them. Believe them, but I also want to say um just because they say no. It's more dick out there, girl. It's more dick out there, boy. Exactly. <laughs> it's more True. fish in the sea. Yes, it is. And everyone, protect your something. heart. Protect your heart. Protect your heart. It's a very fragile organ. And it's that way for a reason. Don't sign yourself protect up. You. Don't settle. Don't settle. And, um... <laughs> It's nothing worse than feeling like a fool because you signed up for something that you knew was going to fail. So, uh, listen, leave Wilkerman out of this. The cunt on Ayala. What was her name? Uh, oh, um, Shay Johnson. Shay Johnson. <laughs> Why would you Lucky. set yourself up with looking the fool when you know Shane just like Lucky. just like her? Bucky looked <laughs> a buck tooth motherfucking fool in that bucket wig and oh, that whoa. busted makeup. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she looked like a damn cadaver. It's <laughs> not busted makeup. She looked like somebody it's that was supposed light. to be attractive on that episode. She looked like but a cadaver. She got to do better. She got to do better. Her, her boobs was out. I was gagging at her. Her boobs look good to me. 
Yeah, they do look That's good. That's a cute body. That's a nice body. She's a very attractive woman, but I just don't want I want to know why she signs herself up to look like that. She could be gorgeous. That's the thing that she don't want to be. No, not with that stylist and that hairstylist. No. <laughs> and that MUA. Mm-mm. And you in Atlanta where the bitches be done. Like, you, come on, girl. Yeah. If you're not watching the final season of Iyala Fix My Life, then what are you really doing? What are you doing with yourself? Please do yourself a favor. (laughs) She's dropping gems. She's dropping jewels for all the girls to pick up and apply to their lives. Yes, he he just got shades together, Lumel. Baby, she, baby, oh, and M, you know, we, we, we do a break, M and I have been doing a breakdown. We got to break down that Lunel episode too. I just watched it. I watched it I'm going to finish watching, finish watching it right now. Mm-hmm. I show is. Yeah. So Wendy leave Miss Iyana alone. <laughs> trying to attack her about her See, they've been trying to, like, try Rhonda, and Rhonda's not here for the shit. Who, Wendy Williams? Yes, Wendy gonna ask her. She was like, so would you interview um, DMX? She was like, no, no, thank you. I don't interview, (laughs) I heal. I'm here to interrupt the pattern. She keeps telling these girls, I know I'm not, like, a psychologist. I begin the work. I, I interrupt patterns. patterns yeah. I call attention to certain things that y'all are doing so I can disrupt it. I bring light to it. Exactly. Like, the girls don't listen. And I give you tools to facilitate better conversations. Absolutely. <laughs> the one Absolutely. That, the, the one, Shay's brothers, their whole interaction just touched me. I was in oh tears. Oh, yeah, you were and, just watching it. Was like, I was just watching it. And and B was like, why are you? And I was like, because you just don't ever see black men in this place um, well, where they can. Do. And then she was like, bring them closer. Bring them closer. <laughs> she was like, y'all pretty. And, I love know. when um, Rhonda talk with her cooch because she yeah. love a man. Yeah. <laughs> That episode made me cry too, but it was more so when he was talking the wife, the wife and Mm -hmm. um, him. Something about that. I felt for her. It was a good episode. It It really was. I loved the second episode. I was just talking to Emery about that last night. He got to go watch that. It's called House of Chaos and it is enlightening. And who was on this recent episode? Lunel. Lunel oh, is oh, actually oh, yeah, yeah. the third episode. Now who was the second? I told you, House of Chaos. It wasn't a celebrity. These are regular people. Oh, these are regular people. Mm-hmm. Was that the one with the lady that was taking care of her sister? No. no. Not that one? Okay, okay. okay. I'm no, I told you this lady came on with her young husband talking about, we can't manage the kids. And then when they got oh. there, it was a whole other, some other yeah, kids. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway, watch Iyanla Fix My Life last season. <laughs> it's so good. Also... <laughs> Buy our merchandise at tpublic.com. Buy a t-shirt with me on it. Yes. 
this episode was sponsored by Mazeko. 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 A journey towards a global HIV vaccine for all. For more information about the Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Work. But get your heart to swallow mugs, t-shirts, pillows. We got hot Cheeto mentality pillows and (laughs) notebooks. And there's more to come. Keep tuning in. Little Kamar, you want to shout out your music? Oh, yes. I'm dropping my album soon, guys. And when it it comes, it's just... It's almost done. I'm so excited. So excited. Yay! Give us the music. I it's gonna be at the end of November. Okay. Um, I just don't know the exact date yet, and it's just every time we have a show, I never have updates. <laughs> but it's called a rollout, sweetie. For goodness, yeah. for goodness sake. What what, what should we expect? What is this listening experience gonna give? Well, I wanted. I was gonna tell you guys to. Um, I was going to set up a time with you guys to talk about it exclusively. Mm. Oh, so hopefully, you know, because if I talk about it, we're going to be here another twenty minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the video we just we just shot the video, and that will be out soon. So I just uh, the video is when the era will officially begin, which is the name of my album. Boom. Yes, you know right. it's like. That. We will look out for it. And in the minute that we have updates, <laughs> swallowers, I will update you. Yeah. Also, watch episodes of Triangle Web Series at BRTB TV, with written by co writer Lindsay Wagner and starring Emery. Emery L. Johnson. Emily L. Johnson, Emily Lavelle J, the former black twink, now the black misanthrope. Oh, misanthrope. Well, y'all, well, y'all tell the girls good night. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Send us questions to hard to swallow podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> And and give we, us topic of the days, please. And send us topic of the chase and all, send us topic of the days and also send us a review on Apple Podcasts. Write us a five-star review. Okay. Write us a review, please. And tell, tell your lovers and friends and family, if we don't hear from you, if we don't do another show, happy holidays and eat well on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Is this our last one for the year? It can't be. I know. Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. No. We see y'all soon. I don't know when, though. Right? Anyway, we out swallowers. It was nice. Good night. Yes. To the base. To the base. To the base. I throw all these little things. You see the back of it. The base. I can't. I'm, I'm choking. Uh, oh my god, my spinach no, just no, popped no. up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, 